Well, this episode is brought to you in part, in part, now. This episode is brought to you by the CB, fuck. This episode is brought to you by the brand name Nothing But Stems. They make everything from balms, colonics, eczema cream, and it's all CBD. Fuck. God damn it. Shout, shout out, uh, let's give him a shout out. I fucking, I hate Adderudes. What? <laughs> I'm promoting a CBD brand called. Was that real? Yeah, it's real. Slid into my DMs. And he wants a free ad. Yeah, he wants a free ad. Can I, can I, do you want me to do it? No, no, I'm doing you it. You got it? You yeah. got it? You're going you're gonna to nail it? Come yeah. On, come on. Give this guy, I mean, listen, if you're going to give out a free ad read, you might as well fucking do it correctly. Kevin. I'm no Alex Center. I, don't, I mean, just, not I mean, a, not on. a good ad reader. Come on, just bring it, bring it, Kev. You got this. This episode is brought to you by a young, budding CBD brand called Nothing But Stems. They make everything from balms to colonics to eczema cream. You know, they make tinctures, they make edibles, anything you would need, except for smokables. Nothing but the stems. Nothing but the stems. Yeah. Colonics? Colonics, yeah. <laughs> home home colonics? Yeah, colonics. I think um, maybe like... Um, where can where can the people find out? Where can the people uh, look this up? Um, you could look it up on the internet. <laughs> Good ad read. Yeah, you could find them on Instagram. What's the Instagram? At least give them that. Nothing but the stems, or nothing. Sorry, at nothing but stems. All right, shout out to them. Yeah, Our, shout out to nothing but stems. All right, if you have an ad and you want Kevin to read it on the program, if you want me to poorly read an ad, yeah, we can do that. Send it in. Uh, I like this new segment. Oh yeah. Uh, at Kevin's free ads. Kevin's free ads. This is so sick. It's nothing but stems. Nothing but stems. Shout out to them. The best in the business. Everyone. Best CBD enemas you can get. But I have a bit of a challenge to the to the to the name. It's nothing but stems. Yeah. So that they would say it's only stems. Yeah. But I don't. I don't. They only use the stems. It's a very they they. But isn't stems I think they like s- what you don't want in weed? No, it's what if you're making products from the stems, you do want it. Uh, they're using they're taking what they do is they take stems from you know other CBD brands who are just using the the buds and the flowers, oh, and then they repurpose them and recycle them. A uh, sort of environmental sustainability yeah. story. Yeah, nothing but stems. Yep, nothing Sh- but stems. Shout out to them for sponsoring. N- the nothing podcast. but stems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, go check them out now. Yeah, go check them out. <laughs> Two, one. Alex! <laughs> that hurt my ears so <laughs> Yeah, sorry. I blew it out there. I'm sorry. Is that what it sounds like each week for you? <laughs> no, my headphones, are, my headphones are not turned up. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. You have no idea how bad that hurt. Oh, sorry. Well, I, <laughs> that's why you don't turn your headphones up. <laughs> Ow. Uh, Alex. <laughs> how are you, Kevin? <laughs> I'm fine. How about you, Alex? <laughs> I like that move. That was that was that threw me off. Uh, I'm doing well. I'm excited to podcast. We have not podcasted in over seven days. Yeah, which is exciting. And we are coming up on a little bit of a week break here. Ooh, you want to get you know, t- uh, address address the oh the, yeah the, the the news up top? 
Yeah, we're going to take next week off because of Alex's birthday. That's not true. So every, Alex's birthday is October 5th, so everybody who listens better wish him a happy birthday. Okay. This is We're not taking the week off because it's my birthday. We're taking this week off because I'm going to be out of town and you're going to be out of town, and both of us have decided instead of pre-recording an episode, which we probably could and should do. Well, we I, we missed the window. We're going to give... We're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna do one week off, and then we're gonna come back strong with with some guests. Yes, some guests, which is very exciting. I think we've heard from people that they they do like when it's just Kevin and I, but I do think they also like the guests. I think so. we should do it like I think we should space it out so it's like we're not binging on guests, Ooh. and then we're not binging on ourselves. I think okay. we gotta like you know alternate. Yeah, maybe not. You know, okay ish. I like it. I like it. Um, we're still trying to figure out this podcasting thing, but yeah, we're still trying to figure it out. If anyone out there has a, sort of a uh, has has done a podcast before, it's not. This is an easy work, you know. That's grueling. Each week, you know, we come here and we fucking throw down these hot takes, and uh, you know, we love doing it. Yeah, we got to find shit to talk about. And... You know, this is this is this you know podcasting game is not for the weak. Now here booking guests and uh, you know, know sort of finding topics and. I just I just hit my hand when you screamed in my ear, and I don't know what happened, but it's purple now. Oh, jeez! So, I mean, this is a podcast related injury. <laughs> um, does that is, do you get workman's comp for that, or I don't know. I'm gonna have to go talk to HR. Yeah, um, Kevin. Uh, the first note that you have here today that you wanted to discuss is that Mech Mercury's in retrograde. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm to- total savage mode. Mm. Um, you know, throwing caution to the wind. Yep. I'm a fucking freak when Mercury's in retrograde. Yep. Mm. You know, maybe I'm just going to ghost work a couple days. Hell yeah. Um, you know, mm. I'm going to drive my car into the East River. Fuck yeah. You know, <laughs> shit's going to get crazy. I'm a... All of that. I'm a fiend. All that because of uh, Mercury being in retrograde. Can I make an admission here on the podcast? Yeah. I have no idea what that means. I've seen people talk about it for years. And I assume it's some sort of astrology thing. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I have no fucking clue either. There we go. So neither of us know. I was Somebody ho- wants to explain that to me, sure. I was actually hoping, because you put it here, I was like, oh, well, this will be good. I'll learn what it actually means for the first time. No, oh, you think I was going to yeah, know I about thought, it and I, read about it? Yeah, I thought, you, I thought you were going to have that kind of information for me. Nah. Well, uh, I also feel like Mercury in retrograde, I can't even say it, Mercury in retrograde happens like a couple times a year. I think it's once a quarter. I mean, that's like far too often. You know what I mean? It might just be once. Who, I, know, who knows? I feel like it's just one of those things that happens and people say it's it's happening and they're like, oh, yeah, that's why everything seems to be all uh, topsy-turvy this week because of Mer- Mercury. Yeah, my, my stars aren't aligned. Yeah, my stars are not fucking aligned. And that's actually why we're taking next week off of the podcast. Yeah. You know, you know, Kevin and I, we need to focus our energies, our spiritual beings. Uh, we're both that we are. We need to sort of, uh, you know, we need to recharge in the sun. Just like crystals, the crystals that we are, right, Caps? Yeah, facts, facts only. Yeah. Um, you have a wedding this weekend. Yeah, going to New Orleans. Oh shit! I didn't know. Yeah, it's a great city. Never you, been. Oh wow! First time. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna get time to do a little bit of exploration? Oh yeah. Hell yeah. So yes. I'm taking Monday and Tuesday off. Oh yeah, fuck it. Oh yeah. Monday and Tuesday off. What are you gonna do? Classic Bourbon Street type stuff. Just like walk around with a giant uh, sugar sh- sugarful drink on the street no nah, i'm gonna go eat oh yeah where are you thinking uh i'm gonna get some po' boys some yeah. etouffee mm-hmm. some fucking mm-hmm. shrimps yes some shrimps shrimp, i don't know shrimp. i haven't really planned anything mm-hmm. not much of a planner so it's gonna yep. go and wing it yeah i've got a couple uh a couple restaurants on my agenda but 
Nothing uh, nothing too set in stone. Some, get some beignets. You got to do the beignets, I was going to say. Um, I've only been once. I went for my bachelor party with the boys, with the fellas. Hell yeah. We had a ton of po' boys. And the beignets are the thing I think about probably the most. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Just, you know, the the classic New Orleans-style beignets. Um, I don't know what the name is. Uh, Café du Monde. Yeah, we're going to go place. There. Yeah, you got to go. It's like kind of like a touristy thing, but it's, it's fucking incredible. Yeah. Awesome. That's very exciting, Kevin. I didn't know. I feel like you've been in deep wedding season. Yeah, I have a big extended family, so yeah. cousins cousins stay getting married. It's all family. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing people getting married. Oh, yeah. That's what happens when you have a big family, I guess. You know, yeah, a lot, of, get, a lot of weddings. A lot of weddings. I don't have that. No weddings for me. I'm going to Miami. That's pretty cool. Uh, for yeah. some of the days, we decided to, uh, we're staying at the Pharrell Hotel. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He has a hotel? He just opened up a hotel. It's Is called it called the, Hotel Pharrell? No, it's, it's called the Good Time Hotel. Damn, that's that's stupid. He should have called it Hotel Pharrell. <laughs> hotel Pharrell? Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, it's a pretty good name. That's why, Kevin, you, you know, that's why you get paid the big bucks. Um, one of the things I thought was really funny, the rooms are, like, incredibly tiny. And they're just, like, super, super small. And I was like, why are these rooms so small? Like, the hotel looks really cool. Everything else looks kind of chill. Like, you know, we're only... We're, we're staying in some other hotel for a couple of days, so we just needed a hotel for like you know sort of uh, a few other additional days. And uh, I was looking up, I was like looking at this this hotel, looking at the research, and just you know trying to see you know sort of what's the deal about it. And uh, I found this great quote from Pharrell about the hotel. You ready? According to Pharrell, quote: "The rooms are intentionally small because it's really about being outside, about being outside celebrating." So that sounds like. <laughs> That sounds like um, shout out to Pharrell. like a back sketched like <laughs> reasoning for why his hotel rooms are small. <laughs> spin zone of this fucking century. <laughs> yeah, spin zone. Yeah, hey, uh, these rooms are fucking tiny. Alex, it's not about the size of the room; it's the size. It's about the experience um, outside. Yeah, it's about what you do with the room. How many influencers do you think will be at the pool taking like photos? For Hopefully, their a lot. I think so many. I, I'm that's like my number one concern about staying at this hotel for a couple of days. It's like. I just don't want to be around that many fucking... Is it Influencer Central there? I just feel like it is. I don't know. I have this bad suspicion that I'm going to be at the pool and it's going to be just like hundreds of people taking selfies and like doing photos for the gram and it's just going to, you know, that's not what I want on my, on, on you know, for some time off. What's it called again? It's called Good the Good Time Hotel. Check it out. I mean, it's, to be, to be fair, it looks like an Instagram trap and apparently... I'm I'm oh, know, I'm looking this up right now. I'm, yeah, uh, it looks like a, I searched location. Yeah, I oh, mean yeah. it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be a lot of there's gonna be a lot of photos. Taken. I mean, here's the thing: I'm not a big Miami guy. I don't. I've never really. I've been to Miami like once or twice in my life. I've never really been there for more than three days. I think I'm. I don't know where to stay. Like I don't know anything about Miami. So stay in South Beach. Well, that's where this hotel is. Yeah. So I mean, listen. If 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 our listeners are out there, this podcast is gonna come out like legitimately oh it's coming out tomorrow so yeah hit alex up um, if you have good miami recommendations food beverage hotels maybe a little too late for that but yeah please please help me yeah also hit me up with uh new orleans recommendations yeah kevin and i are traveling we're gonna be uh uh, sort of checking out the uh, beautiful cities of uh, america oh yeah we're leaving brooklyn kevin Wow, I cannot stop scrolling through the uh, Good the Time Hotel yeah, location tag. Yeah, I'm I'm a little nervous about it. It's great. You should take you should take pictures like this. I think you and I Jackie. Might, I think I might have to, but then I'm just part of the problem. But I 
to be honest, nah, if you just do it ironically, Alex. Yeah, I'm. I know you, Kevin. You're so good at doing that. I'm. I'm not good at taking ironic photos. You know, it's just. It's well, just, just go. Not, go. Yeah. Go. Uh, it looks. Looks like there's just a little library in there. Just, I know it's all designed just for fucking people to take. Just photos. go. Go stand. I know. Try to make yourself as wide as you can. I know. I so know. it's a good move. I'm just gonna. I'm good. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna pretend I'm DJ Khaled. I think I need like a silk shirt that just like I'm, I can oh, wear yeah. completely open for like the entire week there, and just just kind of live my best DJ Khaled. You should get a. Life. You should get a Borat thong. I mean, I don't know if that's really where we're going, but like that may be a couple steps too far. But um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to get out of Brooklyn. I've been you know sort of in the same place for. 10 months now straight and so it's exciting to uh to go somewhere else yeah is that how long it's been uh i was in seattle for a minute for a work trip but like not it yeah, doesn't really count no 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 leisure no no no, no leisure. time off no no unplugging and plugging back in which is the key to success everyone knows that yep plug um, in plug in plug out yep kevin we got a lot to talk about so first story of the day um is um, actually something that sort of stems from uh, this weekend. I went to GovBall on Saturday night or Saturday uh, just because it was a decent lineup of artists and acts that I uh, wanted to see. Haven't seen a music uh, uh, show in probably a year and a half since COVID. So kind of cool to get back out there, festival vibe, outdoor city field. And one of the things I noticed was all over uh, the train station at uh, Corona Flushing Park was a campaign for a uh, new initiative for Nike called uh, Play New. Um, and Nike, it's a sort of fitness uh, initiative, and uh, it really centers around one, uh, one athlete slash artist named Megan Thee Stallion. And uh, Nike recruited Megan for this, uh, for this new campaign. She's in uh, all over the sort of uh, at home, and she's all over the uh, sort of there's a there's a video there's an ad camp uh, an ad featuring her, and uh, I really like it. I think it's all really fantastic. It sort of tells the story about her fitness journey. So when apparently when she was a kid, she was very very tall, and so people tell tall people that they should play basketball or they should run track, and um, she eventually found dance, and uh, that's how she became sort of the uh, the Megan Thee Stallion superstar that she is today. I did actually see her perform. I thought she was fantastic. Uh, ton of energy, great dancing, great choreography. And my favorite part of the whole thing was everyone was outfitted in these sort of like Nike performance uh, dance uh, clothing. And so I thought it was really interesting because Nike has dabbled in entertainment in terms of sponsoring non-athletes before. They had to deal with Kanye famously, but they don't do a lot of this. It's actually something that I think they stay away from. I think they've, you know, it's not, she's, Megan's not the first, you know, sort of a recording artist or entertainer to have a Nike deal, but it is, it's rare. I think it's pretty rare and I think it's pretty cool that she is kind of like, you know, she's not an athlete. Um, she's a dancer, you know, but more, more than that, she's a, you know, she's a rap superstar. Oh, yeah. And so for her to be both in a campaign but uh, also for them to sort of be, you know, making clothes for her, like, uh, GovBall performance. I thought that was really cool, the brand, and it kind of shows them sort of, uh, you know, kind of extending or sort of breaking out of their sort of traditional athlete 
type stuff that they traditionally do. Yeah, well, let's not get this twisted. Meg the Stallion is indeed an athlete. It's fair. If you've ever seen any of her work, she's quite athletic. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is a pro Meg the Stallion. Um, yes. Pro Meg the Stallion podcast. Um, I would call myself a Meg the Stallion stan. Mm-hmm. I would let her kill me. <laughs> um <laughs> I don't know if that's appropriate to say. Maybe I'll take that out. This is our podcast, Kevin. In fact, not only appropriate, you must you must leave it in. Okay, cool. Maybe. We'll see. Ooh, I hear that buzzing you were talking about before. Now it's gone. Um Yeah, I wonder what that is. And so yeah, she I guess I mean she is an athlete, right? But she doesn't kind of fit the mold of like your traditional, you know, sort of Nike athlete. I think that's more what I was saying. And I think it's just interesting and and it's it sort of um it's cool to see. Yeah. And uh, I think in the video or the commercial, it talks about her having like 12 hour dance routines and like five days a week of training and, you know, heavy workouts and stuff like that. So, you know, if you have a body, you're an athlete, that's kind of Nike's thing. But it's cool to see them sort of like live up to a little bit more. And I wonder it would be cool if she got her own shoes. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. I, kinda I, would, want... I would love a Meg the Stallion <sighs> signature shoe. I think they should do one. I feel like there's so many female and sort of like, um, you know, sneakerheads. I just feel like they, um, Nike has uh, famously like under delivered to that market. They've like, you know, finally started making like cool hype beastie type shoes dedicated, like targeting and for women in the last like five years, but it's taken them far too long to figure that out. And so I think it's cool that that's where, uh, yeah, I think that's where they should be going and it's exciting. I hope she gets like a signature line and, um, yeah, Meg, yeah. Meg is a, uh, She's just a superstar. Yeah. Get that bag, queen. Exactly. And, um, you know, it's funny. Like, I, um, I, I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm not a fan, but I'm not like, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not Kevin level stan of Megan. Um, I just, I'm not that familiar with her, her, her music. Obviously, I know the big hits. And yeah. She's got bars. Songs. Oh, man. She raps. Anyone who's looking to get into Meg, Megan the Stallion, you should check her Tiny Desk out. That's uh, That was my first introduction to her, mm-hmm. the NPR Tiny Desk concert. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. She can really rap. And uh, hot take alert here. Um, she out rapped and outperformed ASAP Rocky, who was. Well, that's not. I don't think that's a very hot take. I mean, I think the fact that, yeah, I guess she's, she's, she's just a better performer. Asap Rocky, who headlined Saturday Night Go Ball, was downright bad. Oh, that, that might. No, that's probably not that much of a hot take either. I mean, he I've just it seemed like he just had was completely, uh, un, you know, sort of unaware that he was performing to uh, sixty to eighty thousand people, and I don't know. It seemed pretty uh, unrehearsed. Hmm. And Megan came out with choreography, dancers, show oh, lights, music. The, Damn, I should have went. Yeah, she crushed, but. ASAP was 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 weak and I don't know. Uh, didn't seem like he was up for the task of yeah. performing at a festival stage where Megan was was the complete opposite. Damn, I think my fandom probably got downgraded a, a smidge because I didn't go see her. Yeah, you know, Kevin, it's okay. You know, I I, I held it down for the both of us. But um, live music is back. It's cool. City Field is an interesting place for a festival. It's kind of like it's you know it's, it's in a parking lot. So I kind of prefer my festivals to be a little more grassy, even though sometimes that's not so fun for like your sneakers and like, you know, mud. Oh but yeah. I just kind of prefer that. It feels more like I'm at a music festival versus just like I'm, I'm, I'm at a parking lot. Yeah. Just, just a personal preference thing. Um, Kevin, I got some bad news for us. What? There are new, uh, there's a new design and brand new critic coming for our jobs. 
Oh no. There's a bunch of them actually. But there's a big one uh that I think we must talk about. Uh she's a uh TikTok designer. Her name is Emily Zugay and uh she redesigns logos, Kevin. Um and uh she does it for the chuckles. And uh she uh she has been, you know, sort of uh making quite a name for herself on TikTok where she creates these little videos. I would say they're probably about a minute and a half long where she takes brands and she redesigns them in a way that I can only describe as purposely bad. Um, but she does it in sort of a, you know, deadpan sort of satire yeah. type way. She's done McDonald's. She's done Starbucks. She's done TikTok. She's done Amazon. She's done, you know, she's going for all the uh, classic logos. And, you know, I think she's uh, she's she's got the, the uh, taking the internet by storm. And uh, personally, uh, I felt like we had to talk about it on this program because as a uh, design content program, I love to see other design content programs winning and succeed. Oh yeah, we there. lift we lift each other up. And I just think that, like, listen, you know, um, you know, uh, whether it's you know, sort of exactly your type of humor, or if that's the type of thing that you, um, you know, find funny. Um, you know, again, that's TBD or, you know, that's, that's debatable. Mm -hmm. Um, that's not TBD. That's, that's, that is up to you, but I think she's, uh, to be determined by you. That's true. There you go. So I guess thanks for saying it is TBD by you, whether you find it funny or not. Um, I watched all of them and I found that, um, I found, I, I found myself laughing a couple of times. Um, and I think she did, uh, you know, I think it's, uh, I think it's, I think it's funny and I think it just goes to show how much. Uh, how much people care about design and sort of how design can sort of cross the bridge to sort of not just the design community, but to other places and to the average, you know, sort of TikTok viewer. Yeah, I'm thinking we got to cross that bridge. I think, that, you know, what my first thought was what? Let's, you know, we got to hire her. Yeah. Or get her on the pod. You yeah, know? We, we, we should get her on the pod. I think we might, she's got, she's got hella clout. So, yeah, no, no. I know, I know. And to be honest, like, this is kind of what I want to do. So Let's we probably got to get our cloud up. Yeah, we got to get our cloud up. But also, like, I would love to have, like, a number of designers and a number of people on the center staff that their goal was to make comedic design-related content. Like, to me, if we could do that, I, you know, that's kind of, like, where I think we should be going. I mean, to be honest, that's where kind of this podcast comes from a little bit is, like, us wanting to do some non-design type stuff in the design space. But doing it a little bit from a different mm -hmm. point of view. So I, uh, this is the type of stuff that makes me think we should continue doing what we're doing. And if not do more of it facts. So, um, shout out to us. Yeah, uh, shout out to her. I mean, yeah, she's, uh, she does some good jokes. Like, uh, I saw she sent the Detroit lions. She redid the D Detroit lions as the, uh, Detroit lines, which mm. I thought was, mm. that was pretty clever, pretty funny. Yeah. Um, and she sent, she sent them uh, a box of shirts, which <laughs> is, you know, that's, that's good. That's good. I like rich. I like how in the McDonald's logo, she like the McDonald's logo. Obviously, they have the golden arches. And she was like, instead of focusing on the M, why don't we focus on the O? It's <laughs> a good call. <laughs> Nobody would ever think about the O. No, exactly. And so I just think that there's like, you know, there's some moments there and some funny thoughts. And um, what I think has been kind of cool, but also a little cheesy is like brands kind of taking it and running with it. Have you mm -hmm. seen that? So like TikTok changed their logo on their page to her logo. I think Starbucks did a similar thing where they like kind of took her 
they took her work and sort of like put it up on their website for a day to like say like, hey, we're in on this joke. We think it's funny. We know what's going on on TikTok. You know, it'd be cool if somebody mm-hmm. took her logo and then hired her to flush out a system. Oh, yeah. And they just rocked it for a little bit. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think the- nobody's doing this. Nobody <laughs> like this is these, these these aesthetics, although cursed, are <laughs> extremely valid. And like, yeah. We love to see this. Like we, yeah, we really love to see this. I just love brands and designers and people not taking themselves so seriously. And I think it's really funny, just you know, to to take some, I don't know, just to take this kind of stance on it and just kind of have some fun with it. And then brands kind of being like, you know what, this is funny. I want to be in on it too. And kind of, I think you're right, Kevin. Like, I think it would be actually amazing if a brand was like, let's not just do this for like 24 hours. Let's do this. Like, let's let's. Let's let's launch like a collection of stuff like, yeah. with with her. I bet she's probably getting some of those offers. Oh yeah, I bet there somebody's gonna McDonald's probably doing merch with her right now. Yeah, or the, yeah, hundred percent as they should. And so um, maybe we should reach out to her and see if we can you know uh, secure an interview. I think we yeah. uh, you know listen. I mean, or at least you know uh, let's 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 see what she's uh, up to. Yeah, I like when she misspells the names. That's that's my favorite. Yeah, and honestly, I think it's just. Uh, yeah, it just makes me chuckle. And to be honest, I've been watching more design-related uh, type content um, on YouTube's and stuff. And um, I gotta say, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's probably the last thing I should be doing when I get home from like mm-hmm. a ten-hour day is like going home and watching YouTube's uh, videos. Uh, you call about it YouTube's? Design. YouTube's. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I've been watching. Uh, <laughs> Do you know graphic design with Elliot? That Instagram page. Yeah. Yeah, he's been doing some videos, and um, shout out to him, man. He's getting some a lot of, a lot of views in these videos, and he's pretty funny. Yeah, I, I love YouTube's. Yeah, maybe we should get him on the program. Uh, shout out to Elliot. Yeah, shout out to Elliot. Your YouTube's channel is uh, really good. <laughs> You're gonna make fun of me for the rest <laughs> of the podcast here. What do you call them? What do you call YouTube videos? Yeah, YouTube videos or uh, YouTube's. But I think you. I thought you said YouTube's videos. No, I said I go home and watch the YouTube's. <laughs> Well, more power, more power to you. Thank you, Kevin. Um, graphic design is our passion, and so shout out to graphic Emily designs my and prison. And <laughs> Listen, it's both a passion and a free prison. my boy, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, personal prisons, uh, there's a new brand out there in the streets that we uh, that we all must care about, and it's called Kylie Baby. <laughs> America's first family, the Kardashians. You ever hear of them, Kevin? I have. The uh, the most successful entrepreneur of the group, maybe. Yeah, the self made billionaire. The self made billionaire is back at it again. Her name is Kylie Jenner. She's back this time with a line of baby, uh, baby cosmetics. <laughs> yep, <laughs> I'm just gonna run with that. Um, it's a it's 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 baby clothing, baby collagen shots. It's called Kylie Baby. It's gentle, clean, and conscious baby care. So we're looking at moisturizers. We're looking at gentle shampoos. My first rhinoplasty. Bubble baths. Um, Yeah, towels, very soft and comfy towels. Baby's first BBL. Mm, I don't know what that means, but I'm sure it's offensive. Brazilian butt lift. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. The only thing I like about this is the name Kylie Baby. And I don't know why. And I just kind of think it's, I, it just, it tickles me. Yeah. I mean, this is the best name of the, best name of the batch right here. Yeah. We got Kylie. 
We got Kylie Cosmetics. We got Kylie Skin and now Kylie Baby. They're all on the same website. Um, I find their design to be so bland and boring. Well, with with the name with a name like Kylie, you don't you don't really need much else. What happened to Kylie uh, bathing suits? Kylie swim. I don't know. Is that out yet? I saw I saw her promoting some of that stuff. Is she having another kid? Is that what I, I believe that to be true? Yeah. I believe that she is having another child. You know, it'd be cool. Uh, International. I'll, I'll give this. I'm going to throw this out to the, into the universe. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't launch this brand until the day that baby's born. Yeah, I mean, listen, maybe they have some rollout issues or maybe timing issues because uh, Kylie Swim launched in September. Which? Well, why is it not on this website? I don't know. Um, I think it's safe to say that September. Not not summer. Um, and then you're right, Kylie Baby, they could have launched, uh, you know, when she had the new baby. But I guess, you know, I mean, right. as we all know, the devil works hard, but Chris Jenner works harder. And so, I mean, I'm sure this is all strategic. I'm sure Kylie Baby and uh, Kylie's actual baby, you know, we're, we're, we're monetizing. We're getting, uh, you know, we're making money. Um, and it, it will, when we're, where will it stop? Hey, if you guys go on the website right now, um, mm-hmm. they're actually doing a sale on the baby gift bundle in pink mm-hmm. and in blue. It used to be $140, but now it's $126. So. Wow, fuck, man. This just came out and they're already doing yeah, sales? it's pretty cool. That's sick, dude. I don't know. It's, it, it's funny to me. Like, everybody's doing this now. They just buy a cheap product and throw a design on it, mm. redo the packaging a little bit, and then, Gradients. you know, upcharge the fuck out of it. Like... Yeah. All right. Well, let's wait for this. Jesus Christ, Kevin. We can't, you know, we can't pot in these conditions, man. You know? That's why we need a new office. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Just the sounds. It sounds like Greenpoint the Brooklyn. Sound, yeah. Here. I mean, listen, you guys are just going to have to deal with the, the beautiful sounds of Brooklyn. Yeah. You know, it's part of the podcast, you know? it's it, Some would say it's the third uh, host of the show. Yeah. The ambiance, yeah, Brooklyn baby, you know. Let's go. You don't get this on uh, NPR. You buy? Are you gonna buy um, Kylie baby? You know, you gonna buy Kylie baby for a new mom? We no. got, we're gonna get Ashley some uh, Ooh, some baby. thirty dollar white towels. I just like saying Kylie baby. Yeah. Um. No, absolutely not. I'll do none of that. Um. Joan Soda's back, Kevin. Uh. Joan Soda. Uh. Familiar. Uh. They are a uh, independent soda company. Uh, f- since apparently 1990 something, they've been around for, uh, over, over 25 years or so. Um, and they are after a 10 year hiatus are bringing back Turkey and gravy soda. Wow. Yeah. Um, just, just that they're just doing that. Yeah. Apparently that was sort of a thing. I, I, I read, I read a little bit about this cause as you know, uh, we are in the soda business and we, um, you know, we've talked about Jones Soda, actually. I think there's something really kind of dope about Jones Soda and, like, their, you know, independent sort of, like, uh, counterculture type brand. And they do flavors and they do sort of, uh, you know, photography on their packaging. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting. It's an interesting brand and it's interesting. Uh, you know, go check out their website. Go to Jones Soda. And, check, and, and they, one of the things they have on the website that I found interesting was sort of, like, a, a, uh, a timeline of the history of the brand. And if you're like a branding weirdo like I am and you like are interested by um, brand history and sort of uh, check it out. It's, I thought it was I thought it was fascinating and sort of over the years kind of all the things they've done and sort of, um, yeah, how the brand has evolved and 
it's it's still apparently super independent and kind of like uh you know kind of has a bit of that you know sort of uh do they still make other flavors too oh they have like a million flavors oh well good for them yeah. um, i always wanted to try them when i was growing up i would always see them on the shelves at the local bagel shop and you know mm-hmm. really piqued my interest yeah never got to do it though never yeah i don't I actually don't think i've ever had one they're they're a direct competitor to uh you know to to United States of America. So I mean like we don't really you know we 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 tip our hat you know and say you know what Jones say top of the morning top of the morning to you. Apparently so started in 1996, independent, rebellious, and fun, and uh, yeah, still kicking in uh, you know 2021. Uh, you know, kind of continuing to sort of come out with new and interesting flavors, and I think that's the part that I actually think is really smart of them. It's like. They were doing some of this like controversial like mac and cheese type ice cream, you know, mm-hmm. internet meme type uh, branding stuff way before the internet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or way, not way before the internet, but way before social media. And like now every brand is doing some weird and wacky flavor to get people to talk about it. We talk yeah. about it on this program like all the time. Yeah. Because they're always coming out. I feel like Jones Soda, they, they were the pioneers. They pioneered this idea, which... um I just want to give them a little bit of their creds. I want to give them their flowers. Yeah, good for them. And so apparently they're bringing back turkey and gravy. Apparently that was something they did in 2013. And cool. uh, apparently it got a lot of buzz because, again, it's weird and bizarre to drink a turkey and gravy soda. And, uh, yeah, they're they're for some reason they stopped doing it for hmm. eight years. And uh, they're bringing it back. And uh, there was also a uh, Toys for Tots uh, charity uh, donation uh, part of the uh, – the uh, flavor release so hmm. um hopefully they do that again and uh yeah i don't know i thought it was interesting and i feel like we talk about you know odd and sort of eccentric flavor you know promotions and marketing you know hot cheetos sodas and yeah you know mac and cheese flavored ice creams and i do think jones like i, I think they're much sweeter coming from a very a smaller brand it feels more like uh renegade yeah, it feels genuine. Like mm-hmm. feels like they had this one. Like when they probably when they released this, they probably just trying to do something like you know, kind of cool, kind of cutting edge. Yeah, like probably took them you know good amount of good amount of time to make this. That they didn't just shit it out or pay somebody a, a yeah. t- ton of money. They probably you know crafted it and put some love into it. And and they didn't do it because it was going to be a meme. You know what I mean? They didn't do yeah. it because it was going to like go viral. I think they did it. Yeah, they didn't do it to get idiots like us talking about it. Yeah, exactly. And so apparently, you know, in 2003, when they introduced turkey and gravy, um, demand was so overwhelming they sold out in two hours. So wow. Um, yeah, we we'll should see. try to get. We should try to get some. Yeah, I feel like we always on the on the on the podcast say we should get some and then try it, and we uh, we have yet to secure any of those things. Sometimes, so. sometimes we do. I think you know if someone is a listener at home, they could sort of uh, if they could keep a list of things that we say we should try that, um, and that one day you know what maybe Kevin this is a good idea if we do ever do like a live show we've talked about doing live shows yeah. we had a live show scheduled and then unfortunately the weather um, happened I think it would be quite fun if we did a live show and we did uh, a taste test of all these things that we said we'd try yeah I there think it we is. can do that hopefully Kev- hopefully some of them are still around. So, uh, yeah, shout out to Joan Soda. I thought that was, um, you know, again, I feel like this has become commonplace in, in, in branding and, and, and consumer packaged goods is how weird and crazy can you make your flavor. And so I thought it was fair that we give Jones a little bit of shout out um, because they, they, they were pioneers. In this. Oh, it's the original one was from 2003. That's so what I just said. You said 2013. Oh, sorry. I meant to say 2003. 
Wow, it's even more impressive. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like this is long before Instagram, Facebook, social media, like any of it. Like they were yeah. just doing it, you know, for the love of the game. Back when brands were just brands. Brands were just products. Oh God, remember that, Kevin? You wow. just go to the store and you just pick up a bag of chips just because you wanted chips. Yeah, what a what a simpler time. Oh God, yeah. Speaking of uh, simpler times uh, and and sad news, um, Elon Musk and Grimes have broken up, Kevin. All I have to say is F. F in the chat. You know. Um, Spam F to pay respects. You know, this is America's favorite couple, you know. Yeah, um, just blindsided. Didn't see this coming. Kevin, uh, I, I think last, was it last week or two weeks ago, you just you expressed your your displeasure with, with Grimes. Well, I'll, I'll walk that back a little bit, you know. Mm. I'm sure she's gone through it, so don't need to pile on here. Um, <laughs> you know, but if you know, if you want to you slide into my DMs, Grimes, they're open. Wow. You too, Elon. Wow, wow, wow. Oh yeah, they're both both yeah. both slide on in. Yeah, your boy's looking to get a bag. Well, guess your what? Your boy's looking to get bagged up. Well, guess what? I mean, Kevin, I had no idea who she was. Uh, I mean, I know who she is, but I just I'm you know I'm not familiar with you know her her work or her uh, her, her person. And uh, you know we just got we got to feel for these kids, you know, out there, you know, love, you know, hope they hope they can make it work or I hope the kids okay I hope they find happiness oh yeah A-X-E-E-I-I you know seven yeah oh hopefully that kid human robot yeah yeah hopefully they're they're good there's some joke in there about custody and is there maybe not <laughs> Um, speaking of Elon Musk and Grimes I have some news to report uh, your transition game today is crazy yeah dude you ready I watched Alter Ego. Wow. Yep. I uh, It premiered on Fox, I believe, last week. After The Masked Singer. After The Masked Singer. And guess what? I watched it before I watched The Masked Singer. I wasn't, you know, I, I've talked about this, how I'm like, oh, you know. Alex, you're, Fox did that on purpose. You it, need to do Fox's order operations. It's called it's a not leading. good. I know. I know. They wanted to lead into. Um, you need to trust Fox on this one, Alex. Well, listen, I. Watch um, them in order. Come on. I'm a maverick and a rebel, and uh, I do as I please. And when I saw Alter Ego on my, uh, you know, YouTube TV uh, library, I was like, you know what, Kevin? This is it. This is my moment. That's it. And I had to watch. So you ready for the reviews? Yeah. Bad. Really bad. Damn. And to be honest, I was kind of, I had like semi-high expectations. Maybe Yeah, you love, you love that shit. I love that shit, and I was intrigued by the, uh, the, collision of reality performance competition television and technology and what i watched was so boring and bad i didn't even make it to the end of the episode kevin that is i'm so sorry to report this um as expected or predicted the judges were so cold and like not cold is the wrong word. It was as if the four judges, Will I Am, Alanis Morissette, Grimes, and Nick Lachey, had never even been put in a room together <laughs> before they were put on this stage. Like the to say they had no chemistry would be like giving them too much credit. It was like, and this is what I said. I was like, why who picked these four people and thought that's gonna be compelling like television? Um, in any possible way, they just have they like they are so far apart from people that would even be able to have a conversation, and then for whatever reason, did not seem that maybe they, you know, hey, maybe they should 
you know, go to dinner or maybe then, you know, have some drinks or maybe just a conversation. It was as, you know, Will I am sitting next to Alanis Morissette, sitting next to Crime, sitting next to Lachey. It was just like they they were all there to collect like the bag mm-hmm. and they were there to like critique these alter egos and th- and and then and then obviously like talk about how great the technology was and like the thing that i found so fucking like disappointing even on top of like all of like the lack of entertainment was the the technology was bad <laughs> <laughs> like they didn't even look like like i've seen video games like you can you like i don't play like video games a ton but like Madden these days is like very fucking realistic. You know yeah. what I mean? Like like graphics and technology in terms of video games and you know digital characters has come a fucking long way. This looked like it was like 2008 like, you know, sort of like a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. It was so bad like the people and the people are in the back of like apparently they're backstage, right? And they're mm-hmm. performing in this like crazy suit that like then the performer like takes those motions and it's their voice. Yeah. But the the like digital character, the alter egos, like their mouths weren't even moving. <laughs> That's a hard ask. That's what I'm saying. I'm just like, yo, like it didn't look like they were singing. So it just kind of looked like a character with a microphone and like yes, like there were there were there were some cool moments where they're like I wanted my character to have tattoos that moved. And so like the tat, you know, like the the character Hell yeah. could, could do things that like humans cannot, and like Grimes was like, I really like this one because uh, yeah, that's why I'm here. I wanted to see some uh, creativity, and you know, I wanted to see some stuff that like we couldn't do in real life. And then she would clap with one finger, and it was just it was the most bizarre shit. That's I've pretty ever baller. Seen. The one finger clap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just uh, Grimes. Point, Grimes just earned some respect back. Pointer finger to pointer finger was how she clapped. Yeah. This and, is a this is a big uh, actually it's a big respect episode for me for yeah. Grimes. It's it's coming back. But yeah. She's she's gaining favorable opinion in my <laughs> eyes. Maybe you would like her. She was very bizarre and weird and, you know, and it, it just the whole show just like just just was a giant flop for me. And uh I think you just hate Elon Musk. I think that's what happened. So now that Grimes is has separated Nah, I mean she from, still she still sucks. You but. are near now on team, but Man, alter ego is um, un- unwatchable, and uh, damn, I'll have to, let's uh, I'll have to watch this week. I think you might want to check it out, but I mean, the technology was bad, the hosts were bad. I mean, it was just it just it, it almost feels like um, one of those like Instagram posts where it's like build a build build a host a, a cast of hosts for a television show. And you have fifteen dollars. Oh, you got to spend like five on one and two yeah, on yeah. one and one. It was like yeah, one dollar Nick Lachey for but, sure. Yeah, but then they just walked away with all the money. They took like you know three dollars for Grimes, two dollars for Will I Am, one dollar for Alanis <laughs> well, Morissette bad. and Nick Lachey. <laughs> Nick Lachey was free. Yeah, Nick Lachey. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah. Like, I mean, Will I Am was like. I mean, nothing about this was 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 entertaining or funny. Like. That's also another part of the show that, like, you forget. It's like if you've ever watched The Real Mass Singer, like, Kim, Kim uh, Jen, Kim, what's it? <laughs> Ken Jung mm-hmm. is a comedian. And so he's funny. And, like, there's just, there's just something about, like, uh, something has to be entertaining mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> on a show. Uh, uh, and, like, even like uh, purposely funny or ironically funny, nothing about this was 
was was good in any way, shape, or form. And then like the thing about the show also that I that I found so so alarmingly bad was like none of the singers were bad, but none of the singers were like extraordinarily good. So just like every artist was like they would be like, Man, that was cool. Like I love that. That was amazing. And then they would be like, Okay, Alanis Morrison would be like, Your voice just sounds really good. And this character is cool. Cut to Grimes. Yeah, I like that. That was awesome. Like the technology, like, oh yeah, I liked how the hair, your hair looks cool. And then Nicholas would be like, that was one of the most impressive things I've ever seen on television. And then, okay, next, next artist. And just like perform, and it was not that impressive, and the technology was sort of bad. And then William, wow, man, that was so cool. I've never seen anything like that on TV before. And then just like over and over and over again. It's just like, yeah, fine. It's all did anybody cry? Were there any tears shed? Probably. In the trailer, yeah. in the trailer, it showed Grimes crying. <laughs> yeah, I think there may have been crying. I gave up. I just was like, "This is bad." Like, what do you not, think? Not even bad in a good way. You know what I mean? There's bad TV that you're like, "I, I gotta, I can't stop watching this." Real Housewives stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, this is horrendous. Yeah, yeah. But like, this was just boring and hmm. bad. And that's the. I have no time for that. Well, I will. Uh, I will get massively high next week and watch I'll it. Check it out. Yeah. yeah, I mean, honestly, maybe have some cry laughs. I mean, I just don't think you're gonna like it. You're just gonna be like, "This is this is bad." But I and it's not even so bad that it's good. It's just genuinely bad. So hmm. I mean, maybe I'll give it another shot in next week. But like, yeah, let's uh, we'll reconvene on the next podcast. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, um, this is this is disappointing for me, Kevin. I gotta say, like, I had high expectations, and you know what? Now it's just all on the activist. You know, hopefully the activist will be. Everything I dreamed that it would be. And, you know, the pod, you know, these two shows that we've deemed as, you know, something to watch. Yeah. Hey, there's a lot of things to watch. Every week when I'm watching football, I see a new a show for an ad or an ad for a show that's just horrendous. Oh, yeah. Last week it was like Ordinary Joe. This yeah. week was Ordinary Joe. Some CBS show. I, Terrible. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to give up? Can I give a recommendation to the people? Yeah, go ahead. So, um, as I mentioned, lots of content out there, lots of bad content. But for those people that are, you know, they're content hungry. They're, they're, you know, they're looking for stuff. They're scouring Amazon and Netflix and Hulu and Apple TV Plus, And you're just looking for good stuff to watch. I got a good recommendation. It's a uh, documentary series on Amazon called Lulu Rich. It is a four-part series documenting the unraveling of a company called Lulu Row. Kevin, are you familiar with this story at all? I'm not. Lulu Row is the name of the company. And it is a, uh, uh, yeah, a MLM, as they say in the biz, a multi-level marketing company, not to be confused with a Ponzi scheme, but it is a a company that on the uh, surface sells leggings uh, in various different patterns and uh, different colors and horrific looking uh, designs. But what they're really offering is uh, salvation and freedom oh, hell yeah. for young, promising young mothers, new moms that are looking to spend more time with their kids and less time at the office. That's pretty cool. So LuLaRoe offers the opportunity for these women to become their own independent retailers to sell this disgusting designed clothing. And uh, Kevin, you're never going to believe this, but it all starts to unravel. Whoa. And uh, it is quite a story. I love a good MLM. 
MLMs are uh, something that I didn't know a ton about, mm-hmm. but watching this documentary made me think. Oh, I was remember I was on a big ML, MLM kick. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like end of 2019. Really, I didn't in, know. Uh, what, were you, what were you into? Um, we we found this company called American Income Life Insurance. Okay. And, um, me and my me and my boy Ian. Yep. Um, we each had a cousin mm. who worked for AIO, yeah, yeah. and we were talking. We we were discussing, mm-hmm. and we figured out there was they worked at the same company. Yep. You know, go to YouTube, mm-hmm. and turns out their YouTube content from mm-hmm. like you know early 2010s yep. flames. It's so good. Like yeah. it's just like um, they have this um, end of the year banger event. Oh, where of if course. You, if you sell enough, you get to go, and they Hell like. Yeah. Yep. honor you and commemorate you yep. and like yep. there's this one dude i follow him on instagram to this day his mm-hmm. name's zach hart okay and he's in these he's in these um like testimonial videos and he's just fucking he's yacked out of his mind <laughs> like just like you know he's jittery he's like talking really fast like mm-hmm. just typical like dude on cocaine yep. and also on a steroid cycle yep Oh, it was, it's beautiful. I highly recommend just going on a deep dive of American income life insurance content. Yeah. And if you're interested in multi-level marketing companies, this documentary really breaks it all down for you. And in many ways, you know, sort of, uh, it's a cautionary tale because, um, a lot goes wrong, but also at the same time, a lot went right. In 2016, the company made over a billion dollars, Kevin. Wow. And they were, um, you know, they had over like 80,000 independent uh, sort of retailers selling these leggings. And there's some incredible highlights of this documentary. This is one guy that works in the corporate office who is just like a complete and utter character talking about how, you know, they went to, they called the Chipotle for lunch and they, he called it Chipotle, Chipotle poo poo because they all would go to the bathroom. He was wow. a superstar of this documentary. Where were they based out of? Um, it's a good question. I believe somewhere in California. Nice. Um, they had huge events, right? So they have these massive conferences. They have fucking Kelly Clarkson perform at them. Wow. They have like, you know, Katy Perry perform at them. And they gather all these women, all these, you know, new moms, mostly white women. Mm-hmm. And they go crazy for these leggings. And this, <laughs> this one couple at the very, very top of this multi-level marketing company was just cashing in and then i guess that's ultimately what makes these companies legal is that they have downlines of Mm -hmm. people that you know the way that people make money is by recruiting other people not by actually selling the leggings themselves but by uh getting more and more people to join the lulu family and uh yeah it's quite a story and it makes me think kevin um could there be a multi-level design company and could center benefit from more levels is what I think, I'm thinking. Yeah. I don't think we could benefit from more levels. Ooh. I think we got some levels already. But uh I don't know. I don't think we have enough. I don't think there's you don't have like a down, I think I think if we're I think we if we're I think if we're starting a, a, an MLM, which okay. is honestly kind of one of the, a goal of mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've okay. been saying I've been saying I want to start an ethical MLM. Okay. So transparent MLM. So I think you're right. We should take center off the equation yeah center is a design studio keep it separate we keep it separate but what would our mlm be what do we sell we need something cheap and we need something that uh uh we can make uh uh, uh, by the fucking boat ton Hmm. i only have one idea what is it socks socks yeah i just feel like leggings and socks i don't know something about prints and 
another star of this documentary that was fantastic was the graphic designer that worked at this company who basically they made her pump out like a hundred different patterns a day wow. for leggings. And she was like talking about how fucking grueling that was and how, how many patterns she would just rip off from Google and just like change two or three things. Ama- amazing. And she was like, listen, you know, it was just what I had to do. You know, that was my job. Shout yeah. out to her. She's probably uh, the world's greatest legging designer. Yeah. Um, also the world, the world's worst legging designer. Yeah. Kevin, you'd really appreciate there were a lot of leggings that because they're moving so fast in production, like they were just making them. Like many of them looked like uh, penises would come out oh, of the crotch. Gosh. Yeah, you would you would really that's uh, great. You would enjoy that. Yeah, hamburgers around the crotch area, penises around the crotch area. A lot of uh, crotch art gone wrong. Wow, from leggings. So that um, yeah, documentary uh, recommendation of the week. Lulu Rich on Amazon Prime. Uh, check it out. Let me know what you think. Uh, I I, I I would have watched 10 more episodes. Damn. Yeah. High high praise. Yeah. It was one of those things that just like can't get enough. Fantastic. I love sports docs, murder docs, and then uh, billion dollar companies uh, gone awry docs. Yeah. Can't get enough. Kevin, that's the show. Yep. That's the show. Everyone. Have a great weekend.